Plus, thanks go, also go out to our good amigos at Tex-Mex Productions, Darian D. Mac McBrayer, Dave DeBrain DeLeo from Back of the House, who are making, who are making it sound sound good. We're, we're uh, kind of they're twisting and tweaking the dials. They're making they us uh, making sound, sound like awesome. real people, right? We are real people, aren't we, Craig? Well, we're live right now, so I guess Facebook Live says we're live. No then, doubt. But I don't know on the podcast if they'll know that we're live, but we are live. Uh, I think at this moment. Uh, lastly, be sure to check out our good work on SoundCloud, Fireside, Spotify, iTunes, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, all the important communication sites that you kids find popular. And if you're female, kind of like Coach Cotty here. Yeah. All right. Sorry, guys. We'd like to read the opening intro for At The Net Podcast. And being At The Net Girl, let us know, as we are always looking for new female voices to do the intro, even, even in, a, in a foreign language. In a foreign language. That is right. So we are... Here at the net tonight. This is our yeah. first time. Our maiden voyage with Coach Cotty Yulali, right? Yulai. Yes, Yulai. Yes, yes. I just I was just sitting there listening to her say that because it was yeah. just very impressive. You know yeah. that uh, Coach Cotty's here with us. This is kind of what we call the uh, Cotty G show tonight, right? In, in, in reference to Ollie G, we yes. have Cotty G, right? Is that kind of what we we're thinking? We're very <laughs> proud to have this young lady on the on the podcast today. We are, man. I mean, yes. Thank you for. Having Having me, I'm very uh, excited to be here. Uh, yeah. no, we're excited to have you here. Because how long have you been in the Dallas area? I'm trying to remember when you when almost you all... eight years. Is it eight years? Yes. Okay. Married eight years and here it, almost exactly. eight years. Yeah. Arrived to Dallas February yes. of 2012. Did you all get married in Dallas? We did Aldrin? not. We yeah. actually got married in Laramie, Wyoming, Lar- on October 31st. Uh-huh. Halloween. On Halloween. Oh, Halloween. Right. <laughs> uh, the Big West. <laughs> yep, we sure did. <laughs> Right, so this is October twenty first of twenty nineteen. So, so ten days. You'll have been married nine years. Is that correct? Then eight, eight, eight years, eight, eight years. Almost okay, eight, yeah. almost eight. Twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Okay, yeah. There we go. My math. You know, I'm from Oklahoma, so that's <laughs> not, right. it's not great. Great. We math. always joke about the Oklahoma public schools with CB. Right. <laughs> I, I got to second grade. I think. You know, that's what what I think. I, I don't know for sure, but uh, uh, we're still ha- glad to have you here. Yeah. Uh, a native of. Hungary, but lived in Hungary and Romania, and Romania, yeah. but Transylvania as well, right? Is that correct? Yes. So, where are you from? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, that's a great <laughs> question. Yeah. Okay, let me put it put this together for you guys. Um, I am from Romania. Transylvania is the central part of Romania, so it's an area of the country that is called Transylvania. Transylvania used to belong to Hungary. It was annexed to Romania in 1919. Right before the start of the World War One. One. Yes. It's after World or War One. Or after World War One. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Right then. Okay. After World War One, okay. the Treaty of Trianon gave away Transylvania 
this is what my father tells us, yeah. uh, and this is the reason why two million Hungarian people live in Romania. Interesting. So, uh, Count Dracula, is he Hungarian or Transylvanian? You know, he's Transylvanian. <laughs> there you go. He's Transylvanian. He's local. He's so, local. So, yeah. so it would be kind of like if you're British or you're Scottish, you know, yeah. uh, English. Uh, like Northern a region Irish. within. Yes. Yeah. So, yes, it's a region within, but it's a completely different ethnicity. Ethnicity, ethnic group yes, within. Yeah. Yes, completely different. And the completely and different, different language, language sure, yeah. and the different religion, different customs. Everything is different. So, put it this way. Uh, in 1919, the border shifted. You know, my grandma lived in the same house. She was citizen of three different countries in the mm. same house. In the same house. In the same house, because they kept drawing the line, you know, over her house. And that was completely out of her control. Three different yeah. ones. Romania eventually, Austria-Hungary or and, uh, Hungary? Transylvania was Transylvania independent was for a short state. period of yeah. time. Transylvania was independent. So hence the three, yeah. So... Yes. so is there yes. a Transylvanian Olympic team? Did they ever do, participate no. in the Olympics? No, no. So would you have to, to participate as a Hungarian or, or Romanian? Or a Romanian. Yeah. That but is not correct. Transylvanian. Yeah. No, Pick it. no, yeah. no. Okay. So no. I'm trying to think. So what's what's the, the folks up in Spain, northern Spain? It's kind of like the, the same Basque thing. Region. The Basque region. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's not, not different. The same because It's not the same because they are Spaniards. It's yeah. just a different group. Okay. How, right. How, yeah. How okay. So there's a whole. Okay. So different. when Transylvania was annexed to Romania, Romania lost Moldova. Okay. That's so the, the, the border yeah. the border shifted to the east, and with that, X amount of Romanians were displaced, if you want to put it that way. Okay. Um, and they are under uh, Russian surveillance per mm -hmm. se. Uh, both Romanian and Russian are official languages in Moldova. In Romania, only Romanian is the official language. And you speak all of them, I would imagine, don't you? Yes, yes. You know, it's a smart thing to speak both. Can you tell the region where people are from, though, but yes. by their dialect? Yes. Accents. To some degree? Yes. Accents? Yes. 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 There are. Okay, yes. so you could say, oh, this person is just from yeah. Transylvania region, yes. they, the way they speak Russian, yeah. or they might be from yes. the Moldovian. Yes, yeah. yes. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Okay. We have that here, too. We can tell bit. Craig oh, yes. is from Oklahoma. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. How y'all doing? We can tell if I'm, <laughs> yes. I'm from the East Coast. We can tell. Exactly. <laughs> right. But, so, how did, so, fascinating question, then. Yeah. How did you start playing tennis out of it? You know, my dad loved tennis. He's a cross-country coach, cross-country mm. skiing. Um, he coached for 40 years. He recently retired, had six Olympians. Congratulations. Um, you know, he raised the village. He sure did. Uh, but he loved tennis. That was his passion. He had two daughters. and um, Would that yeah. be Hungarian or Romanian? Would he coach hun Hungarian uh, cross-country cross skiers or more on the Romanian so, side? So all of his students, because the region where I live is about 90 92% Hungarian, so they're all Hungarian. However, they compete under the Romanian flag. Ah, okay. They all compete yeah. under the Romanian flag. And they speak like probably like you, both languages. Both languages, yeah. correct. That is correct. Yeah. And so, so dad was into athletics, and he thought, okay. Yes. Did your sister, was she into athletics too? Yes, so she played tennis, but I think it was very mm. obvious to my dad that she was not going to last. And she played till about age 10 or so. And then but said, that was it. That's oh, enough. that was it, yeah. And you started, what, six yes. or seven? Oh, we started at a young age. Yeah. I mean, we both skied. You know, my sister and I skied. We played basketball. We played all kinds of sports. Yeah. It wasn't just tennis. Tennis in my town was very um, 
just seasonal. You know, I grew up in the mountains. Yeah. So you play tennis in the summer. There weren't any indoor course. We would turn a gym. Oh, no indoor. No, ah. we would turn a gym okay. into an indoor course. So you played on that fast surface. On wood, fast. On wood, yes. And you would remove the net, and then the basketball team comes on, and you put the oh. net back on, and then you play, and then the gymnastics team would come on and put their equipment on. So that's how it worked back in the day. Very communal. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you made it work. You and shared. The, the best way to develop your game, too, you had clay in the summer outside yes. mm-hmm. and fast indoors inside. And yes. so many champions were ra- yes. raised that way. And you had the wall and you had all kinds of things. I mean, you made it work. Yeah. So did you ever meet Ilya Nastasi? You know, I have, actually. And yes. Jan Tiriak? Yes. So actually, my dad went to the same university with Jan Tiriak. They were uh-huh. in the same class. Yes, we're wow. the same age. Yes, we are like one age. person removed from Jan Tiriak. We really are. And the, the only difference is your dad just retired, and Jan Tiriak will never retire. He will never retire. Ever. And uh, you know, my dad told me they recently had the uh, elections at the Federation Tennis Federation, and my dad was there. Of course, Jan Tiriak is now the president. And yeah. He accepted the term for six months, and so you know, they had a good chat. My dad uh, always jokes. With and they're people. still friends to this day. Uh, they are, and you know, my dad always greets him in Hungarian. He's yeah. certainly Romanian, but uh-huh. you know. That's just a, a little thing they have little going thing, on. And yeah. But they understand each other. If you, you know, uh, Tirek is not fluent in Hungarian, but he gets the joke, and yeah. that's what matters. <laughs> so. Wow, what a, what a fascinating... Yeah, that's uh, neat. I mean, to be, and then also to be able to speak. How many languages do you speak? So I speak four fluently, and I'm proficient. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say I am advanced in German. Uh-huh. Are they all Spanish too, right? It's Spanish. Do you yes. speak Spanish? Yes, I speak Spanish, but again, Romanian is very close to Spanish, so yeah, I have an edge both there. Both Romance, Latin languages. Yes, I yeah. have an edge there for sure. Yeah. So, Hungarian is it close to German? Is it no? More? So Hungarian belongs to the Finno-Ugric language family. I was told the closest language to Hungarian is Estonian. When I talked to a person from Estonia, I could not understand anything. To me, there's no similarity, but yeah. that is said to be the closest language. The roots, the verbs, and all yes. that are similar. Mm-hmm. So, so, for example, Marcus Kerner. Yes. We don't understand each you, other you on any you, level. Unless it's English. I thought you were saying, not even English. <laughs> no, no, in English, we actually do. He's a nice guy. He's so. such a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, I always ask people, I'm always fascinated with foreign people who speak multiple languages. Yeah. So when you're when you're at home and you're sleeping, do you, do you dream in English, Romanian, Hungarian, Russian, German? German? Okay, so... Do you know, have weird dreams that, that just... So you're speaking multiple a, languages? No, I don't, but that's a great question. Um, you know, back in the day, I used to translate. There's no doubt that I would think in Hungarian. Hungarian is my native language. And then I would translate. When I speak Romanian, I would translate to Romanian, and I would translate to English. But as I got older and I, I became more aware and I acquired more knowledge, mm. I made an effort to, to think to think in English. Um, and then when I revert back to Hungarian, to think in Hungarian, then in Romanian, to think in Romanian and be, be quick on my feet. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, fascinating. Well, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's go back to, so you started tennis at, at a young age. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and your dad got you out there and got you playing, you know, maybe in the spring or whenever the, the weather was good or yes. you had some indoor time and then then you start playing tournaments did you, what, what did you yes yes oh we played tournaments you know we had a very strong club even though it was a seasonal sport um, back in the day the clubs were funded by the government mm-hmm. right there was no expense to the parents oh really yes absolutely N- nothing. nothing 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 so interesting so the club was funded by the government um, and of course if you were good you were funded period 
and when, we when competed you, at yeah, a very no. young age. When did you start uh, competing in European championships and things like that where you had to travel? Oh, by age 12, I mean... I knew ten, it, 12 and under. Yes, oh, 10 and 12, you're selected. You're on the national team by age 10 or so 12. So they, they, they identified that you yes. had some type of yes. aptitude for yes. whatever, sport, yes. gymnastics, swimming, yes. what, whatever, basketball. But, but they do that at age 6. Oh, the at age 6. The aptitude test for PE, what's considered PE, was at age 6. And they were PE, what was considered PE first grade. So the kids were selected and they were put into a first grade that was called the PE first grade. So that was your first at six. At age six. At six. Yes. Mm -hmm. so now had your dad. And then, and then from there, you were again selected. A lot of the boys did gymnastics. I mean, gymnastics is and was huge. huge. Sport is that the number one sport probably besides maybe soccer um, or, so, or football? It, it used to be up there. I, I don't believe that uh, gymnastics is that big anymore, but it used to be back in the day. So in my town, the boys played gymnastics or hockey, really. Those were the two where they were selected, and then cross-country skiing. The girls were put into, we didn't have women's gymnastics, so the girls were put into tennis or basketball. Oh, wait, no, no gymnastics, really? Mm -mm. Interesting. No. Okay. No. So I would have thought that an yeah, Eastern European country. No, not a right. so yes. 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 yes, but my town particularly, not we did the, not have women's gymnastics. Just not men. in the Central West. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, I was thinking of sitting going Romanian Olympic. I was, I was thinking yeah. Nadia Comaneci. Sure. Thought she was Romanian. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, lives in Oklahoma. It's yes. Now with uh, Bart right. Connor, Bart an yes. another yes. Olympian, American uh, gymnast. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Did, have you ever run into her? Did you ever? I have here. I don't know her personally. Um, her story is fascinating. I have tremendous uh, admiration for what she's accomplished and mm -hmm. what she's overcome. Uh, tremendous story, she's a great woman. Yeah, yeah remarkable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. remarkable. Anybody that gets to call you. her my friend, yeah. but uh, again, I. Well, I think anybody I'm not at that level. gets over here to the United States, you know, you've had to come through a lot of uh, different types of opportunities and hardships, and just to make it over here and stay over here, it's not easy. So, right. you know, uh, whether you're you're a tennis coach or an Olympian or whatever, it's just, you know, I'm always fascinated with people, like I said, to, to be able to to learn the language number one. Yeah. And I'm sure you came over to play college tennis, maybe right. at, at Wyoming. Is that was that the first time you you came over to the U.S.? So I came. I went to a junior college in Kansas for two years. I was at Cloud County mm -hmm. uh, Community oh, College, sure. and I actually came on a basketball scholarship. To play basketball? Yes. Not tennis? Yes. So my first scholarship was basketball. What an athlete so you are. Correct. Okay, let's back up. Let me peel yeah. back a little bit. Mm -hmm. So you were playing tennis, then started playing basketball? So I played tennis, basketball, and downhill skiing. Mm -hmm. All, All three. three? Yes. Mm -hmm. At the same time? Yes. Not cross-country like your dad No, no, yeah. he didn't want us in there. You know, my dad only worked with with men. Uh -huh. He never worked, uh, never, I shouldn't say never. Yeah. Later in his career, he's had a couple of uh, female athletes, but he only worked with Primarily with, guys. Yes. with the guys. Mm -hmm. And he didn't want his daughters? No, to... he did not want his daughters in cross-country skiing. I don't know why, you know, he never elaborated on it. But uh, both my sister and I uh, did downhill skiing. So, so you all were, were uh, playing basketball? Three play sport athletes. Yes, I mean, that's impressive. Yes. And then, I mean, downhill skiing takes a lot of nerve also, too. I'm sure yes. you, you weren't doing just the giant slalom. You were actually, you know, bombing the mountain, so to speak. You know. So uh, giant slalom was the, the fastest race I did because of age. 
you know, at the age that I was at, Giant Slalom was the fastest race. They did not mm -hmm. allow us to do to do downhill. Oh, okay. Yes, to really age. go full board and take the governor right. off and go like yeah, 80 but, miles an hour. You know, let me tell you what I did. My first uh, Giant Slalom race, I was very afraid. I remember the day. It was. Uh, yes, I was. I was scared, and yes, I wiped out. It was. At what age were you at, at that uh, point? At 13. At 13? Yeah, okay. I wiped out, my helmet cracked. Um, yeah, I was very scared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you, obviously you didn't get up and finish the race, I guess. No. And, but then did you, you went back and mm -hmm. did it again. Got back up on the horse, so to speak. Yes. And, and were you not as scared at that point, I guess, or is it? Um, uh, no, I, I was scared. Still? You know, but you get, you get a little bit older, you know, you acquire more skill. Um, you know, so much with the downhill skiing is you have to know how to attack. The slope. Um, you, you sound like you're talking about tennis so, too. Again, you yeah. you gain that knowledge, you Attacking. gain a little bit more confidence, sure. and you understand injuries are part of it. Um, and you get back up and you go again. Mm -hmm. So, so after skiing practice, you'd go maybe you know the next day to go to basketball practice, or would so you, no. Couple in, in, days? in the winter time, uh, skiing was full time. Okay, um, I was good. I was third in the nation um, in my age group. Um, I always skied up. Uh, when I was 14, I skied in the adults. Mm -hmm. I started skiing um, in a much higher league, um, so that was full-time. When I skied, skiing was full-time. Did you ever go to school? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I did not. Really? At some but, point, you, you'd yes. have to... But she has a yeah. master's now, so she yes, probably yes, went to school. But, but I, I will Here. say that, uh, and my dad and I had a lot of discussion about this. Yeah. I told him, I said, that look... You know, when I got to college here, I was very unprepared. There's no doubt about it. I didn't really have a science background. I struggled, um, and I think I, w I would have been a lot more successful had mm -hmm. I had a much stronger science background. But I worked hard to make up for it, and then I did get a master's in business administration. Mm -hmm. But again, I worked very hard. Yeah, I would imagine. I mean, That's I just can't imagine the number of hours that you participate in athletics, and yes. then to go home, you know, and, and have to kind of get something to eat, and then recuperate for the next day. There isn't a whole lot of study time. I wouldn't think there would be available, maybe if you're getting home at 9 or 10 o'clock yeah. at night, maybe after practicing, and then yes. then get back up and, and uh, do it again the next day. Yeah, Sounds like a lot of missed class, but, you know, my mother was uh, just great in, in helping back in the day. We didn't have the technology. You didn't, you know, you couldn't make photocopies of things. Yeah. You know, she sure. would uh, handwrite hand, hand a lot of notes. Transcribe. Yes, yes. Yes. So when in the process, did you have to take English classes? When did you start speaking so in English? High school, in high school, I started taking English classes. But, you know, my dad, my dad valued education tremendously. He was the first to go to college in his family. Oh, yes. And from a very young age, he had tutors, especially for my sister. Um, my sister was tutored in English um, and in the sciences. My sister now is a medical doctor, has two specialties, um, and is in charge of the neonatology unit at a municipal hospital. Back home? Back home. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, my dad always invested in tutors. And, and with me, I missed so much class. And I was in the PE middle school and mm -hmm. PE high school, which was so lax. They, they really didn't care whether you were there or not. And at the end of the term, plus, you know, my parents were in education, both my mom and dad, mm -hmm. because the sports clubs and the high schools were connected. Right, the government. Like, ah, they're inter intertwined. Like right. a sport profile specific yeah, okay. high school. Right, and um, basically, they each subject they would give me two, two tests, and they would tell me you either get this or this. So that's all I had to study to pass. Mm -hmm. Which, yeah, it wasn't fair compared to the rest, but. 
you were gone a lot though. Right. That's that's yeah. Right. To be able to compete for your right. country and then right. so then. So after skiing got through, then were you, were you playing basketball at the same time? It, it, so um, at about age 14, I stopped competing in tennis. I played basketball. We won a national championship the year after we came in third. In Is the, this your in, club, club facility? Yes, mm -hmm, in 16 and under. And then I had a contract offered to move to the south of the country. And my parents said, we will not relocate. And uh, they did not allow me to go. Is that a professional league? Mm -hmm. Yeah, back home a professional league. Interesting. Yes. A women's professional basketball. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you would have played, you know, for that team Correct. or that club. Correct. And I was 16 years old at the time. Um, would have required relocation. Again, my dad was in sports. My dad had six Olympians. He's, he was he probably yeah. loving this. Going, hey, I got a daughter that's got he, some, some I, skills. I don't think he loved it. He didn't like uh, it? No, really. Didn't he, he wanted he, the education. He, want, he valued education more. Uh, and hmm. by eight, when I was 10th grade in high school, I was put back in full-time in, in high school. Yeah. Wow, interesting. Wow. So you're in school, out of school, in school, out of and school? back in school. Back in school. Yes. And then started playing yes. basketball at that point. Yeah. And then when did tennis, when did, when did you start doing tennis then? Well, I played tennis from... Kind of off and on? No, no, no. I, I, I played, but again, it was seasonal. Yeah. So, so maybe in the summertime? Right. Yeah, right. hit the court. When you couldn't but down... At, at, you at couldn't 14, I was no longer playing tennis competitively. Gotcha. That was it. But you just got I hit the ball out. around maybe yes. at the... No, not even that. I wasn't. I was done. You were done. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Your, uh, your emphasis on education and your skills in basketball is what got you to Cloud County. You know, I. this is 1999, mm -hmm. okay? How many years? Ten years after communism fell. Mm -hmm. Okay, so keep that in mind. Romania was hit very hard by communism. And I didn't know anything about America. I didn't know anything about college athletics. I wanted to be a lawyer. I was... A lawyer, interesting. Right. I, mm -hmm. My path was to go to law school back in Romania. I was tutored in three different subjects. Um... You know, back in the day, the system was you had to take classes from the university professors to gain some sort of advantage um, in terms of uh, knowledge and the material and what you need to learn for, for the aptitude exam or the entry exam. And that's what I was doing. I took the train every weekend, two hours, to different town where the university is to meet with this professor and be tutored and memorize page after page after page. And, and that being the Romanian language right. at that in point? Right, Romanian, yes, history. This was Romanian history and Romanian grammar. Uh, the entry exam was in these two subjects. And um, we happened to be in, in Hungary um, for a trip playing basketball, and a scout saw me, Jay Miller, an American Jewish gentleman. He was just over, just kind of looking to see what was going on, right. knew there might well, be well, he a was basketball in, he tournament. He was in Eastern Europe. He... He was working for a nonprofit organization at the time, and um, their mission was to get young women out of Eastern Europe. Interesting. Was um, it? They think there were some. Were they were had identified. Was there a need to get women out of? They they, they felt you know they they were obviously targeting the communist countries. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Um, and he saw me, and um, he says, "Look, my name is Jay Miller. You know, I would like to talk to your parents. I saw you play basketball." I want to present this option to you. And uh, that's, that's when we started talking about going to the States. 
that point? You're about 17 at that point. Oh yes, I was about 17 and a half at that mm -hmm. point. Interesting. And, and tennis still not played tennis yet no. at this point. I'm just no. trying to get a timeline no. for yeah, no. no, where tennis, tennis, tennis came around. Yeah. Okay. No. That's interesting. So, no. so then your parents said, "Hey, that's a pretty good idea. Maybe our, our daughter should go to Kansas or some you other know, places." I, honestly, I don't even remember how it all happened. It's so funny that they you. weren't willing to let you go at a young age to the south. To right. like we're not willing to relocate. Right. But then coming to Kansas. Right. Happen. And they had no idea. And keep in mind, you didn't have internet back in yeah, the day. Still, still early days. Right. Yeah. right. No, you couldn't look at no, anything you online. You had no idea where you were. You know, I the coaches knew. didn't come over and go, hey, no, Coach Cotty, no. come on over. You know, the phone would ring, and you would sit by the phone, and it rings. It's like, oh, my gosh, yeah. who is this? Kind of thing. And um, oh, Just my aunt from down the street. Hey, you got to get off the phone. Right. <laughs> I'm expecting a call from exactly. the United States. Right. Please get off the phone. Right. right. Interesting. Okay, so then... I'm sure you had some offers then. Did Jay present some, some different options besides Kansas also, yes. too, that became so, available? So, yes, I had different options, um, but, you know, I had to take the SAT, and I told you I didn't yeah. have very, very strong academic background. And back in the day, there was a standard for the SAT. There wasn't a sliding scale that you had to sure. meet with GPA and, yeah. and SAT, and I, I, SAT, and I couldn't score high enough on the SAT mm -hmm. to be eligible Division One. Okay. So my path was a junior college. I had to go to sure. junior college. And, and make some grades and then That is correct. Move on. I had to make grades. Yes. And so but you were yes. coming over here strictly for basketball at this point still. Correct. Okay. Yes. Wow. And then picking tennis up in Kansas. However, just keep in mind so Jay Miller, who is a good friend of mine yeah. now and I'm, I'm still to this day. Still to this day, you know, I'm eternally grateful later. for what he has done for me and how he has changed my life. Um, he lives in Hungary now, <laughs> so he decided to he stay. Yes, yeah. yes, Where is he from? Where is he from? He's from uh, New Jersey. New Jersey, yeah. New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. okay. He's a Jersey guy. Yes, he's a Jersey yeah. guy. And he was just and, over. Uh, he's fluent in Hungarian. Uh, yeah, awesome. Incredible. Wow. What so, a story. I'm trying to keep up. There's so many layers yeah. to this onion. That, There's so many layers right. to this. Right. Yeah. And then Jake told me, he says, hey, remember, you're a multi-sport athlete, and that is valued in the United States. Right. So yeah. he was the one who told me, and the other advice he gave me, he says, listen, make sure people call you your name, Kati. You're not Katie. You're yeah. not anything else. You make people call you what your name is. Yeah. So this is what I remember from Jay Miller 20 years ago. Well done. So you, so you got to the junior college in Kansas. Where, where in Kansas is this? Concordia, Kansas. Oh, so I've never heard of this one. I, well, I, mean, I know. I'm I know. usually, it's, usually it's pretty good with all these. Small town. Yeah, and that's your yeah. neighbor's neighboring yeah. state. Yeah, I know. I mean, there's yeah. all these little liberal arts colleges yeah. all over Kansas mm -hmm. that sure. dot the, the, the landscape in Kansas, which is great. But I was sitting there going, Cause we played junior college tennis against some Kansas schools. I thought you were going to say, like, our Kansas City, you know, Kansas or... You know, uh, what's the one up in uh, Win Winfield? Uh, there, there's a bunch of little schools that, mm. that play junior college tennis. And I did not expect Hutch Junior College or, you know, one of those kind of. But mm. Cloud County is in yes. Concordia. Cloud County is in Concordia. So Concordia is about 70 minutes from Manhattan. Okay. North? Are you north of southeast, west? You know, that's a great question. But just around Manhattan. Yes, You're it's around Manhattan. Kansas State. That's where yes. Kansas State yes. is. Yes. Mm -hmm. Big right. school. Gotcha. Yes. Okay, great so people. Great people. Yeah, a lot of wheat farmers up there, right? A lot of wheat. Yes, but again, great people. Yeah. I mean, I have just uh, fantastic memories, and they've helped me a lot. So you, so you went up there, played basketball for a couple of years, and did you start picking up well, tennis? Well, no, uh, no, I played tennis as well. And you played tennis as well? They yes. had a tennis yes. team. So they yeah. had a tennis team, and that's kind of how it happened. You know, again, you're at the junior college level, and um, 
you know, a lot of athletes play different sports there. I mean, sure. all kinds of sports. You have some that play yeah. three sports, you know? Incredible. Correct. And uh, I was in the same way, you know, met the tennis coach. I said, hey, you know, I play tennis. You know, can I come out? And everybody welcomes you. Just come out. Say, sure, so come happen- on. Yeah. Right. They so happened to have a spot. You know, they were shorthanded. And, you know, they weren't very good. I mean, that's the truth. And this is not to to uh, speak poorly, but that, that is the reality of things, you know? Yeah. And they're just for someone who could keep score, basically? And, no, no yeah. I mean, they yeah. all knew how to keep score, yeah. you know? Um, they knew that. You must have played, played number one for them. Um, I did, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. I did, and I worked hard. Listen, when I got here, I knew I had to work hard. I wasn't mm-hmm. the smartest. I wasn't the best. But I, I tell you, I was one of the hardest working. Sure, yeah. You're going to maximize your time with what, what yes. was going on, right? Yes. So then... Uh, so you're, you're doing both basketball mm-hmm. and tennis at the same time? Yes. Were you able to? Uh, yes, but basketball, I left after the year, and I was back in tennis. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had more success with tennis. I think, Interesting. I think that's what got me back Even being it. away from the sport yes. for a number yes. of years, you yes. still? Yes, but let me okay. tell you, and, and um, back in the day, I just think that the system in Romania was so good that if by age 12 you made national team and if you lasted in the sport, you made it. You were top 200 in the world. Interesting. The training, really? yeah, training was that was good. Yes, yes. Yeah. Interesting. Technically, if by 14 you weren't sound, you had no future, you had no business, you were out. You were thrown out. Okay. So yes. they, they're always testing you. Were they yes. always making yes. sure, yes. seeing where they what, what, yes. uh, had yes. their clipboards out? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That person, yes. yeah, they're yes. gone. And the system was, um, I think, rigid, but I think that the coaches were outstanding. Pretty much spot on with their yes. analogy or yes. their their ideas of who might yes. be. Yes. So they, they had all these measurables that yes. yeah, how fast you could jump, or how high you could jump, or how fast you could but, run. But also technically and, and how they taught too, us like strokes, yes. footwork, strokes. everything. Yes. yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you, yeah. so now you're at, at junior college in in Kansas, and then. Were you at Junior College Nationals? How did you get to Wyoming? Yes, yes. so, um, yes, I won regionals. Um, I think uh, we were region 8, if I remember correctly. So I was regional champion in singles and in doubles, went to nationals um, as an individual. I don't think we made it as a team. Maybe we made it as a team, too, because of so, the points that I scored. So they were back, back, you could go as an individual or as yes. a, a, a mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. Okay. And point. then my sophomore year, I lost the singles final. I was runner-up, but I think we won the doubles. Okay. And then I was recruited to a couple of places, and I ended up going to Wyoming. I Kansas lost. State look at you? Were yes. They, mm-hmm. they look at Nearby. you? They, they did, and, you know, I had a couple of host families in, um, in Kansas, and they really wanted me to stay. Um, Kind of regret. As you look back, would you like to stay or man, probably? Gosh, you know, yeah. I, I try not to look, look back. back. Okay, yeah. I yeah. try not to look back, and you know, I'm very grateful. As I said, I had three host families, wonderful, wonderful people. Um, I'm in touch with with all three. Well, still to this day too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, back there at Cloud um, County. Yeah, Cloud back County. In I'm still thinking that's yes. man. That just that one slipped yes. under the radar yeah. screen on me. Yes, but keep in mind, back in the day, I kid you not. There were one, two, three of us international students from the basketball and tennis team combined, men's and women's, and all three came for basketball. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have that many internationals. So, you know, we were we were so unique to them, so different. You know, they took up so much interest. 
Yeah. Wanted to know about you and your background, like what we're doing right here. We're, we're spending a lot of time getting here. I think it's fascinating. Right. And yeah. my roommate Martina was from the from um, uh, Serbia, and just years ago, the U.S. bombed Bosnia. Sure, right? that's right. And so they took up, you know, interest in her. And I also came from a communist country, and um, yeah, we were. There was only three of us there. In, in the whole school. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so then you get get to Wyoming. I'm sure that was another kind of uh, yeah, interesting place to large, live in Laramie. Yeah, yes, large so, state school. So look, I, I love Laramie. Laramie actually reminded me a lot to my hometown. You Mountains. Know? Yes. Mountains yes. And, and fairly cool yes. there in the wintertime. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure it was yes. cool where you grew up. Yes. It was kind of a colder environment. Yes. Did you pick up uh, cross-country skiing again? In no, the, you never I did, did not. No, no. But downhill skiing, yes, we've gone a yeah. few times. Did you, yes. you're not, probably not afraid this time, were you? No, no, no. no I, yeah, I bet you're still good. No, no, I'm, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are not things you forget. Yeah. You, you don't forget those things. Now, so at Wyoming, you played tennis mm -hmm. and, and participated on the team and yes. had, had a good career. I was reading some, some notes there. You've, you've done done really well there. You were in the, uh, was it, were you on the WAC at that time? Or no, Mountain we were West? in the Mountain West Mountain at that West. time. Okay. But keep in mind, back in the day, in the old Mountain West, I mean, you had TCU in it. You yes. had Utah, yes. BYU. Schools, I yeah. mean, it was loaded. It was rugged. Yes, was that loaded. was a really. San Diego State was huge back in the day. I mean, they mm. were top. And UNLV was top ten. Yeah. You know? Correct. Yeah. So that you the get to to do something in the Mountain West meant something. Oh, it was tough, tough, tough. And when I went back as a coach, it was the same conference years later. Is when Utah dropped out. Yes. Why you left? TCU left. Uh, granted, a couple of others joined, but joined, it's, not yeah. the, it's not the same. It's conference. still not the same, no. right? Yeah. No. No. So when when you after you graduate, what did you do after college then? So after college, I uh, got my first job. I was the assistant men's and women's tennis coach at UTPA, which now is called UTRGV yes. in mm -hmm. Edinburgh, oh, Texas. Rio Grande Valley. That yeah. is correct. So yeah, at you, age twenty. Well, you're going all over the place, yeah. aren't you? Oh, I have, Kansas, well, Wyoming, well, I kind down of the covered, valley. You know, north south. <laughs> yeah, you know, Kansas right. was short, but then uh, yeah. that's what I did. Yeah. You go from one extreme to another. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that was my right. You know, a lot of people do east west. Yeah. Mine was you north went, south. Uh, yeah. Now you're starting to hablar espanol pretty good at this point. Yes. Yes. And you know, my my husband is Mexican, so. Did you meet Aldrin down there? Is that no, where? we actually met at Baylor University at a tennis tournament. We so. did. True okay. story. Okay. Well, we'll get to that here in a second. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so you were down for a year or two down yes, in the Valley? Yes, I was there for a year. And then from there, I went to the University of New Orleans as the assistant okay. men's and women's tennis coach. Mm -hmm. And there, Hurricane Katrina washed me out, well, washed ah, all of us out. You were there at that time. Yes, I was there at that time. Right? When New Orleans, it, it pretty much correct. smacked it around. Yes, and the university suspended the programs for five years. Mm. So I was out of a job and many others and the student athletes were displaced. Mm -hmm. um, I was incredibly fortunate. I was able to transition into another job at the University of Louisiana at Lafayette which was two hours west of New Orleans. You la la, as, yes. as Norm Hitzkin says. Yes, yes. <laughs> Our local sports radio guy, he, he always refers to, uh, uh, let's see, the, the Raging Cajuns. The Raging yeah. Cajuns. Raging Cajuns. You yes. la la. Yes. <laughs> Funny, you know, you la la almost rhymes with you la e. That's yeah. right. That's why yeah. I was sitting there. I was sitting there when, I was, when I saw that uh, Cotty had been, Coach Cotty had been yeah. over there, I was sitting there going, okay, now wait a minute. I hope I don't get this. I hope I don't mess this up when I'm pronouncing Tongue this. Tongue twisters for yeah, CB. Right. They, they, they are, but. 
but you were a raging Cajun then for a couple of uh, years. Four years. Four I was years. Four years, yes. As the assistant, or were you the head at this so point? So I was, yes, I started out as the assistant, and then I became head men's and women's tennis coach. Did you like coaching men and women both? You know, I did, but there's a great story behind yeah. it. So, <laughs> first of all, I, I got the job by default. You know, you happened to be at the right place at the right, the right time. time. I was 25 years old, had some experience, but definitely not a lot of experience. You were just out of college, uh, barely, barely yeah. older right. than the people you're right. coaching. Correct. And uh, Justin McGrath, who had hired me, he took another job. He took the job at Cap Poly. And after he left, I was like, okay, this is my opportunity. I'm going to put my polo on and my black pants. I'm going to see David Walker, the athletic director, and I am going to apply for the head women's coaching position. And he looked at me and he said, young lady, we don't have a head women's tennis coaching position. We have a mm. head men's and women's tennis coaching position. Would you like that? And I said, yeah, uh, I would like that. I'm and ready. he said, okay. This is how much we're going to pay you, which was about $15,000 less, 15, less than Justin was making. Uh, but I was very happy, and um, I was hired. All right. At that point, you said, okay, sure, right. why not? Let's go. Right. Yeah, you la la. So you be, yes. And then you were there as the head men's and women's for how long? I think three years. Three years after yes. that. Yes, okay. and I was also in graduate school at the time. Um, you know, I started graduate school be before I became a head coach, but I was very committed to finishing it on time. That was the um, MBA. Yes, mm -hmm. and that's where I got my MBA from. So, so it, it, even though you might have made a little less, but at least the, it, they gave you an education, that the opportunity to, yes. to to do that. So you yes. probably a little trade off there, like, hey, I can get an education yes. out of this at the same time I can yes. use utilize the system, get a master's. What two yes. years? Is it was a two year program? It's a two year program. Yes, and you know, I I had to take. I think an extra 15 credits because my undergraduate degree wasn't in business, so it took me it took me longer. And that was at from Wyoming then mm -hmm. at that point. Okay. Yes. And then now you're getting a master's and. No, coaching. no, I was taking the undergraduate degree. Oh, okay. Oh, at, at yes. ULL. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And then moved into the master's yes. program at the same time. Mm -hmm. Okay, got you there. Yes. And then coaching the team and did so at, at that time when you were on as as the head coach. What's the di key differences, if somebody's listening, what would be the difference coaching in men, men versus yeah. coaching women? Because right, there's got to be a difference. Yes, uh, listen, I first of all, I inherited a great team, both on the men's and the women's side. Uh, on the men's side, I think they finished the year 19 in the country. No kidding, mm -hmm. really? Mm -hmm. uh, sure. we, we, we graduated four guys, so I inherited you know a couple of freshmen, but they were very good players. I mean, we had the Polish national champion coming in. Um, couple of other guys um, I think we finished 40 in the country or 45 somewhere there but I'll tell you some things that I had to deal with um, from from the dorms to the courts it's about a five minute drive mm -hmm. okay they would get into a fight in the back of the truck and show up with a bloody nose what do you do the boys uh -huh. what do you do well, you couldn't go in the locker room either. Right. So that's yeah. you, you, right. so everything that right. I'm just thinking about all the different things that you had to, you know, so, come across because uh, that a men's coach wouldn't, would, yeah, the male they, coach right. wouldn't. So, right. You know, that's <clears throat> one, two. Did they respect you? Did they? You know, did, I. I'm just thinking, you know, it wouldn't bother me. I've, I've had female uh, bosses sure. in, in in my profession, so it doesn't bother me. If somebody can do a job, they can do a job. But right. I'm thinking a, a kid with a you know a lot of testosterone at an early age mm -hmm. like that. Did he? Would they look at you like, uh, hey, what's this chick now? You know, they they communicated very well, and I'm I'm grateful for that. And what I mean by that is, especially one of them said, listen, here's what we expect of you. One, honor our scholarship. Give us the money that we were promised. 
and don't take our money away. Two, just respect us and respect us in how you talk to us, and we'll have your back. That's all they wanted. Interesting. Okay. All they wanted. And that's it? And everything. Mm-hmm. So that was good from that standpoint? Yes, and I had two guys who stayed on as fifth years, and uh, they helped. They helped that semester. You know, they helped with driving. They helped with travel. I actually like, traveled. Like as assistant coaches. Right, and this is how I met my husband. He was coaching at Lamar at the time. He was the mm. head men's tennis coach. So I was tra- Yes. Okay. And I was traveling with the men's team um, to Baylor at tournament, and that's where he and I met for the first time. So, was that ITA regional? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm very grateful uh, for... Love it, love it first sight? No, definitely not. <laughs> no, no. Sorry, Aldrin. <laughs> no, but uh, again, I'm very grateful for the Maybe for him. Of... We'll ask him. He'd probably go, oh, yeah. I'd say, yes. Yeah, I'd see that coach oh, over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I spent with the guys. I learned a, a tremendous amount, and, you know, I am in contact with almost all of them that I coached. Um, um, had a lot of discussions with them obviously they're older they're in their early 30s now um you know one story they told me was this is what they remembered at least one of them said you know when my championship championship ring was stolen one of the teammates stole another person's championship really? ring. really he says you never pointed fingers you were never interested in who stole it why stole it mm-hmm. what you did you went and got another one and gave me my ring Interesting. You know? So, so a guy had two. He took one from. Right. A, was he just going to sell it or something? Or I don't did, he, know. did he do it out of spite? Even to this day, you know. don't know. I don't know. I was not out there to, to police it or yeah, find you're, out. You're trying to be the judge. Uh, the judge of it. You yeah, know. Did I agree with it? No. But I wanted him to have his ring because he earned it. They sure. won a championship. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And that's, right. And that was in right. what so conference? That was, that was um, the, uh, the Sun Belt. Sun Belt. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Because I know there's been a lot of yes. movement. A few with, changes down you know, there. Yeah. Too, a few yeah. changes within yes. those conferences as well. There's a lot of the last five to ten years. There's a lot of mm-hmm. shuffling of the deck, so to speak. But okay. So yeah. So that that's an interesting. That so the, the gals were they as successful as the guys then? At, at yes, we were successful, but not that successful. I don't think we ever got higher than forty-one in the country. Mm-hmm. That's still not bad though. Yeah. No, we had a good program. Yeah, top we, we had a good shabby. program there. And, we did. And the Southland, did you did you would you all compete for, you know, top five, top oh, three, oh, top oh, two? Oh no no no. We were oh. always always top three. Yeah. Top three always, in the, in the Sunbelt Conference. Oh, in the Sun Belt. Sun Belt. Always. Not the yeah. Always top three. We were nationally ranked every single year. Every single year. And again, mm. back then, rankings went to 75. Sure. Mm-hmm. Who was your big competition at that point? Uh, South Alabama. Really? South mm-hmm. Alabama had the team. USA, mm-hmm. as they call yeah. it. Yeah. Right? Yes. The Jaguars. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Jags. yes. Both on the men's and women's side. And then, remember, they got busted for major violations. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Major. major. Yeah. Did you know something was up? Just Could you tell that there was, uh, not that you're going to point <laughs> fingers at anybody, but just, are there things that you could probably look at and go, hmm, that doesn't look right there. Yes. Something's going on mm-hmm. there that uh, yes. might be of, uh, but you're not going to call anybody out, I'm sure, but just kind of like, hmm. I don't yeah, think well, I'd... somebody called them out, and I yeah. think it was one of the players, as a matter of fact. So. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Turned themselves in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Self-policed mm-hmm. thing? Hmm, that's interesting, yeah. And then who was the other other big big? Um, uh, and then Denver. Denver was in the conference at the time, so Denver came on very strong on the women's side. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, Denver was that's in the our conference. That's Dennis played. Dennis, yeah. yeah. We were just talking to Dennis, yeah. one of the pros yes. here. Yeah. He was yeah. around. Men's team. Men's team. Did yeah. you ever? Yes. See, I'm trying to think. So Dennis is like. He's about 30, so yeah, I don't know if you would Oh, he's young. Yeah, he's a young guy. Yeah, right. yeah. So the guys that... I didn't know if you yes, would have coached against him. I'm sitting there no, trying no, no, to no. add it up in my mind. No. I guess not at that point. No. So, all right, so after you got through with Louisiana Lafayette, did, did Wyoming open up again? Is that... What? So Wyoming opened up, yes. And uh, they called me from Wyoming. 
and uh, Matt Wisnett, who at the time when I was a student athlete there, he was the compliance director, and since then he's moved on to a higher role in administration. I said, Matt, you know, I am so um, just grateful for the call, but, you know, I'm, I'm not leaving. My green card is pending. This is not the time for me to go. Uh, thank you, but I'm. Um, and you hadn't I been can't. married yet at this point. And, no, yeah, no, so, no, yeah, everything no, no. was yeah. Kind of, it's going to stay where you were. Let's hold. Yes. The, let's hold the hand that I have. Yes. Okay. Yes. And what happened two days after this phone conversation took place with Matt Wisnett, I went to my mailbox and I opened it, and my work authorization had come in my unrestricted work authorization, which is the first step in an approved green card. And with that, I knew I was free to go. You're pretty close. You, you, was, uh, no, not pretty close. I was free to go because my at the time I had an H-1B visa, which tied me to the employer. Yes, okay, right. And when I got that unrestricted work authorization, I called him. I said, Matt, this is what happened. And he's like, I am free to go. And, and he, he hadn't says, hired anybody on. by then. He goes, hey, yeah, come he on says, back up. Come, come on back up. Gotcha. And yes. then so how long a time between... Uh, you as a player to you as now the coach help five years five years okay mm -hmm. so that's a fairly significant amount yeah. of time it's not that's not a small amount of time so yes. the people that you kind of knew there might have been some administration of the same but, but the, the girls were the players were totally yeah. yes the players were completely different yes the administration was the same um again a lot of the folks you know they're wyoming folks they'll yeah. they'll stay they there they still yeah you might still have had a sweatshirt or two from five oh years i had not, not, no, oh i even had now, trust me yes I, even now yes <laughs> yes our yeah. the profile pic we used of you of kati g and ali g you're both wearing yellow so yes. i assume that's a and wyoming. that is a wyoming shirt yeah. it sure yeah. is yeah. right yeah. yellow and brown if i recall yeah. brown, yes brown yeah, and, brown and gold brown and gold brown and gold there we go yes yeah back in the day it was prairie gold and they changed it to game day gold and then they went back to prairie gold and now it's game day gold game day so yes so so at wyoming you were just because I think they had disbanded the men's program at, at that point, haven't they? Yeah, did they it or was did only they ever, women's. No, yeah, they only had women's program. Did, yes. Even when you were there, was there was there no. ever a men's team? No, never, never no. was. I'm trying to remember. No. Even when I was over on the other side of the Weber State, yeah, I was the Wildcat. No. Yeah, neighboring yeah. State. I don't recall if I know Colorado State had a, had a men's team. I believe. And Colorado, but yeah, and yeah, they don't anymore. Neither is Colorado. I think Denver's about the only one. But I was trying to remember if Wyoming. I think they did have a men's team. So back in the that's um, in the early eighties, so it's, it's and quite a, quite a long time before you were there. And folks at home, we're going to revisit uh, a few questions about college tennis and the the bigger picture. And w what are some reasons for some schools not having a men's team or? Or not even having a women's team sometimes. So let's revisit that in a minute or two. Yeah, but yeah. So so you coach at, at Wyoming for how many years before you came? Four seasons. Four seasons, um, and then uh, get get them back up to it. Were they on on the decline since you'd been there? Let's say, or have you? You know, no, they have not been on a decline because I. They always I, had a fairly steady team. I there. always believed that a coach is a, a coach's character shows years after he or she leaves a program because I think if you care, you care about the program, you care about the institution, you leave the program in a better condition than you found it. Right, and that, that is culture the reason, stays. Right, right, and, and, and you build something that, that's sustainable that will last after your departure because understand, I was not the institution, you know, I was a gatekeeper for the institution and um, a year after I left, they made conference finals. They've been nationally ranked. Um, the girls one, did a great, great job. The ones you recruited, yes, and yes, yes, and the coach Dean has done a great job. Uh, and, still there? Uh, yes, he's still there. He's the head coach now. Mm -hmm. Yes, 
the person yes. that replaced you is still, yes. still going strong. Yes, oh, yes, he's still there. So I've always, always believed this. Um, same at Louisiana Lafayette the year after I left. They made finals of conference again. Um, since then, yes, they've been on, on a decline there at ULL, but there, there are many other reasons. It's not apples to apples anymore with the conference uh, alignments. Uh, again, you, you can't compare. It's not a fair comparison anymore. Do you so. think facilities make the the uh, the program to um, some degree? Are people looking? Are, are kids um, uh, looking? Yes, for I think I think facilities matter. Um, but again, look, there's so much information available now. Correct now. Um, they do their research. They have friends who have gone through the system. Uh, even with the international kids, they know so much more now about the, each region, right, each, each, each school, what division one, division two, division three, right, NAI, and, and, and the funding of it and what they receive. And and sometimes I feel like everybody wants the best deal. You know what I mean? They don't research. It doesn't matter. As opposed to twenty years ago or right, whatever, right? Come through is like, hey, I'll go anywhere. It doesn't matter. No, sure. You, you no longer yeah. have that same kind of street credibility. I mean, they'll find on Twitter. Everything yeah. faster yeah. than you can maybe, maybe answer even, a uh, Maybe even Yelp reviews that aren't real. Right, <laughs> right, right. So, right. Keep, so keep this in mind. And this is, uh, again, I, I don't want to compare things, you know, today to 10 years ago and say, well, why isn't the program there? Well, you know what, 10 years ago, I don't think the conference alignment mattered as much as it matters now. I think the gap got considerably wider. Much bigger, yeah. Yeah, interesting. So, so three or four years, then you come down to SMU. Mm -hmm. SMU. And, and, yes. But at that time, you, you get somebody else, I guess, from with you to come with you at that time. So you and Aldrin. Yes. Uh, had had been married and just got yes. married just and got married here, but and all of a sudden you got a new job and a new husband right yes yes yeah. so talk about a life-changing event right <laughs> two things not one thing yes well yes. actually and a new city too yes because now you're coming from laramie wyoming which is not dallas texas by right. any means and right because you've got glitz and glamour and you're at smu bigger bigger uh, stage so to speak i guess and i don't know about expectations but but uh it was uh Definitely a uh, school, a, a high-profile, I would say, private school in, in the right. South that right. uh, had been uh, uh, you know, on a national platform for for years and years and years. Not always known for the best reason. You know, in the in the 80s, there was a little bit of some controversy on the football team. No, no disrespect to the tennis team. Everybody else yeah. stayed out of trouble, but uh, the football team certainly had made national headlines back in the uh, in the 80s. I remember that. that They're was, rectifying yeah. all that now. But yeah. Winning oh my shows. gosh. Yeah. Yes. They're doing great. Seven yes. and zero for the first time in. 35 years or something yes. like that. Incredible. Yeah, and, and doing it the right way. So it, it's, it yes. takes a while. But so, so you come to SMU and uh, you, you, you arrive on campus, and, and I'm trying to remember uh, the facilities that you had. It, you, did you have better ones at Wyoming than at uh, SMU, which, or would you compare the two? So, yes, we had better ones at Wyoming because we actually had a facility. Mm -hmm. So at SMU, you know, I came at the time when we didn't have a facility. And remember, That's I would correct. knock on your door and say, yeah. Yeah. Can we, Oh, I right, know you came here a few have, times. Right. Can we have some indoor time? Can we have, you know? So right. we were all over town. So the outdoor courts, were, were they already gone by yes, then? Yes, they were already oh, no gone. no kidding. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that. So I, I'm, mm -hmm. my memory, I've been around here for a long time, and I know you and yeah. Coach Newfield were, were looking for, kind of like orphans. Yes. You were looking yes. for different places to kind of participate. I'm sure they went over to oh, Lakewood a few times. Yes, we have. We and Samuel Grant, I remember, oh, in the yes, village. Yes, Samuel Village. Yeah, I Northwood, mean, Northwood, I remember Northwood. Uh, TBRM, right. So you had this great college, but yet you had no facility. Right. It's a lot of construction. Right. Yes, yeah, there was a lot of moving parts. Right. So, right. And you had a new job, new husband. So tell us about that. What was all that going on? Yes, and then, I, you know, I would also like to add 
to it that I actually came mid-year, which is quite unusual. Mm, at the semester break? Yes. So, well, a little bit after the semester break. So mm. I coached uh, my team at Wyoming during the ITA kickoff tournament. Okay, you're right. Which was a selection. That's but we January, had, isn't it? Early right, January. Okay. But we had done well the previous year. We were selected, and, and we actually picked Baylor as our site. So... Um, so I came mid-year, and I, I really struggled with that decision. Um, you know, when I look back, I think it was wrong. Um, you know, I tried, to, so? I, I tried justifying to say, hey, I don't control when the opportunity comes. You know, I had made a commitment. At Wyoming. At Wyoming, you know, till the end of the year. And then plus, that was my school. Yeah, you know, I you am went who there, I am. Yeah. Right, and they... they paid for my scholarship, um, they wanted me back, they, they brought me back, you know, I got married there, and uh, so a lot I, of feelings, I, a lot of feelings right, as you so look back, yeah. I, I, I struggled with that decision, and I think if I could do it over again, I would not do it. Interesting, and, so you might say, uh, okay, I might come, but not necessarily till the end that of the season. That is correct, and you know, this application process at SMU had started back in September, and, um, you know, it took a while for many reasons, one of, one of which was uh, at the time SMU was um, in the process to move into the Big East Conference. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember this. Yeah. And SMU yes. actually announced yes. joining the yeah. Big East, but I, then the Big East fizzled out and everything. That's correct. So, you know, hiring a women's tennis coach was not on the forefront of, of any of it. And... Um, yeah, so I, I, I really struggled with um, with that decision when I got down here. And um, truthfully, you know, I um, I came alone. My husband stayed up in Wyoming. You had a house. Um, I lived in a hotel for a month. I cried every single night. Oh, I'm sorry. I would call, um, <laughs> you know, I used to call T.J. Johnson, who was the head swim coach at Wyoming, and he would tell me, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. And I remember... And I was so young. Keep in mind, I was just so young <laughs> and uh, just didn't have enough knowledge and didn't have enough um, courage to pick up the phone and call and say, guys, take me back. You know, I made a mistake. Can I come home? You thought about it, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Mm, a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the right decision just, mm-hmm. yeah, early on. But yeah. not nothing. This is not... Nothing against SMU. It had nothing to oh, do yeah. with SMU. I, no, no, I yeah. wanted to come to sure, SMU, right? Sure. I came out of free will, and I'm incredibly grateful for, for the, yeah. uh, my time I had there. It was just the timing. It's the how, you know? There were a lot of other things. That, right. It wasn't yeah. the what. It was the mm-hmm. how. Correct. Yeah. SMU was yeah. great, but just all the other sundry things that were part right. of the, those circumstances. Yes. And, yeah, I, those and I should have said, I'll come to SMU, but you know what, guys? We're here in February. Yeah. Let, let's do this. Let's, in play, summer. let's play it out. Get right. an interim coach, and then right. Get your interim coach. Play it out, and then if then you still want me, I'll be there. Sure. You know. Yeah. It just says yeah. yeah there were right. too many moving parts. Right. Yeah. And this has nothing to do with the fact that my first year at, here at SMU, I went one in seventeen. We won one match. You know, it wasn't zero in eighteen. So I uh, I took the one in seventeen record. You know, I own it. Yeah. It's sure. On my record. Yep. We beat Princeton four three. That's not a bad, bad so win. Close. <laughs> so close. Yeah. Yes. And then the rest mm-hmm. of them, you're kind of, I'm sure you were close on some other ones, too. Yeah, we had a couple of four yeah. threes. We actually did sure. have. Yeah. They just didn't go your way. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm sure it was, uh, 
And how, how did the Wyoming girls do, just out of, out of curiosity? Very good. They did yeah. very good. Yeah. <laughs> you left a... Yes, very good. Uh, you left the cover full. Right, yeah, so uh, actually good. the... One of the doubles teams, they were ranked 18 in the country, but they beat the number one team in the country. We had a big trip planned to Hawaii. They went to Hawaii. You know, I, you're like, oh, I, I saw the Hawaii. pictures, you know. <laughs> they beat Notre Dame, number one team in the country. It was Notre um, Dame at the time. Wow, it's yes, a yes. huge win. And, and I remember... Um, I'm sure you're gosh, proud of those girls. You were probably, I was very proud. Yeah. You know, I'm uh, friends with most of them. Still. Still, Still yes. You're friends with everybody. Yes. Yeah. Here we are eight years later. Yeah. Well, I was in Europe uh, every year. I visited uh, last summer. I visited three of them: Slovakia and Budapest. We took a little mm. girl trip. Um, it was a lot of fun. Then my husband and I went back to Slovakia to see one of them. Uh, yes, Vera is from Romania, from uh -huh. my home country. I talked to her a good amount. We saw her in Copenhagen. She she got her master's. She went back and. Uh, went to Denmark for schooling, and my husband and I stopped by in Copenhagen and you saw her. You did a nice little tour. Yeah, I mean, these were my girls. I yeah. mean, look, I, uh, they did a lot for me and for my family and for my career. Um, you know, I wanted the best for them. Was I the best coach? No. Um, would I coach them differently? Would I do things differently if I could? Absolutely, but I can't. And, you know, I talked to them about it, and... Um, but I tell them I care, and, and they help me tremendously, and I'll be there for them. Hey guys, this is Dave the Brain with Tex-Mex Productions. Thank you so much for listening. Go ahead and switch over to part two of this interview, and enjoy the podcast.